and uh, we will get this lovely show on the road. Might have started a bit early there. <laughs> Please, Welcome I like back. my character. Don't kill her. <laughs> Welcome back to the funeral of Foxy's character. No. <laughs> I mean, sorry. we'll start. Clean start. Welcome to Walker in the Wastes. Where last we left our intrepid heroes and the condemned, we were in the hunting lodge outside of Fairbanks, Alaska. Elwood had just read a heartbreaking letter from Alex. He did read it out loud for us, but he has only read this quietly to himself and has to make me a slight sanity check. Oh. The game is mean to go on. What is a slight sanity check? He oh, is... Look at all that sanity you've got. Bloody hell. Why have I rolled twice? How are you so sane? He's all time man of the year. <laughs> That's a lot of sanity. You must be the sanest amongst us. You lose three points of sanity just because that is a really hard-hitting emotional letter from your dead friend. Her, her confession of love that she never got to make because she then committed murder-suicide to save all your lives. How many points, sorry? Three. The D4 was not kind to you, I'm afraid. Okay. Would I run after Cat at this point? So I didn't wasn't around when the letter was read. You've already made up with Cat and she's agreed that yes, we'll fly we'll, we'll fly. Her, her pilot that she's hired will fly us to Anchorage and then it's agreed to refer the commission to fly you from Anchorage to Seattle and from there you will begin the journey back to London. Sounds sounds like we've got a lot of time on planes and ships to, to work out my relationship and recover from the almost broken nose of my relationship. You uh, enter the kitchen, however... Um, where Carissa... No, where is everyone? Hang on. Everyone's moved around the map. Victor, Victor's still outside for a walk, I think. Yeah, he went to play with the dog. He came, he came back. Yeah, yeah I did come play. back towards the end. He was back, and Elwood was back, and Irene was back. I, I Was she? Well, I gave... Um, she gave Elwood the letter, the letter to... Oh, okay. And as you, Catherine and Sam walk back in, holding hands... Everything's fine again. <laughs> you see Elwood looking like that, pensive and sad, staring at his letter. Elwood, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, slightly confused might be more more what Elwood is feeling. We've had a confusing few weeks, and so if I notice this, I just pour him another drink, <laughs> even if he's already nursing one. This is fair. Park now. I, I would sli- at this point. I would slide the letter over to Victor, and just you know, give him that that sort of nod that says you may read this letter. 
slight nod back of, of course, I shall need it. <laughs> we start communicating only in semaphore. Can I, can I, like, can I do a psychology check to see if I can translate manly gestures? <laughs> manly nod. Uh, roll psychology at extreme. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> They're like another species. <laughs> Uh, so you, can the letter. you can probably oh, I'm going to have to share the letter with you now <laughs> even a doctor of psychology mom. cannot understand the, 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 nods <laughs> what, what does a nod even mean man it's, it's no one can understand the, the manly behaviour other than men men are from Mars and women are from Venus Hang on, I need to find the handout. Oh, where the fuck is it? Uh, uh, it's in my mind, folder. I did have it read to me last time out of character. Yeah, so. but I wanted to give you the handout so you mm-hmm. can refer to it required. It's in my player notes. Fopsy's handouts. It's Fran's notes. No, no. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah, it's Fran's notes. I believe. Fran. Is it that? Fran. Yeah. Yeah. Fran. Frank. Player notes, Foxy notes. So I'm just looking forward now to the fact that Irene's probably just making notes as part of this social experiment that she's been running. And at some point over the next couple of days, she's going to look at even and Victor and try and do the nod just to see what happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're going to get the nod ever so slightly wrong and you're going to interpret it as she wants to make out. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Victor reads the note and he looks confused and shocked but ultimately kind of shrugged and isn't quite sure what to make of it. We'll probably have (laughs) (laughs) Raises glass in a silent toast. Well, your psychology again, uh, (laughs) Irene. Hard success. I still don't Why understand. Why do they drink so much? <laughs> was it, it was an extreme success, wasn't it? Um, this one was just, they're definitely having some sort of silent romance. <laughs> and they've had a whole conversation here that would probably take hours. <laughs> can, I get, can I get a single point in male body language as a language? <laughs> <laughs> Sam is going to sit down at the end of the table and just nod towards Elwood and then nod towards <laughs> Cat. Catherine sighs and smiles and is like I'm very sorry for my earlier outburst it was incredibly shocking to discover Samantha here alive and well I have not been the most hospitable human being and I do apologise for such a outrageous lack of decorum. Now, um, Justin, the pilot, is on hire and his plane from Anchorage. He's agreed to fly us back to Anchorage and then on to Seattle. And from there, we can all begin the journey back to London. That sounds pretty great to me. It lines up with what we discussed well, I need a visa. Um, 
Yes, but I'm sure the university can take care of all of that for you. We can we can send some telegrams, I, I'd imagine, or our new our new overlord, Elwood, time man of the year, the new the new um um <clears throat> person in charge of this this whole thing. He can, I'm sure, sort it out. I mean, we've already cleared that with the university, haven't we? We can go over what the hell we want as long as stuff comes out, you know, science things. I mean, that would have been a great thing to have had a discussion about at the time, I suppose, yeah. But I can make another call. I mean, Mr. Harvey here must have a passport right to have left Canada and enter America. This is where we find out the victims uh, actually I look at <laughs> Catherine and just shrug. <laughs> I'm a wild man. I just got oh, on the back of a truck that, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could we maybe go through Dr. Bauer's paperwork before we leave and find um, Victor's passport? Oh, shit. Um, I... Do I have a passport? <laughs> Oh. Don't, don't ruin this with realism, Jesus! You'll never get anywhere. Have you had your vaccinations yet? Before we can feed you. That's a good point. Do we even need passports at this time? Huh? Dana. We do. Okay. We yeah. Do I have a? Oh. Is that cake? Okay. If that cake. is cake, I'm. <laughs> is it pie? It's. It looks like cake. It's just made. It's still hot. Oh, it's still very hot. Like brownie. Right, I've got this thing that says ban Foxy. Shall I click it? <laughs> no, we just need Maybe to... Assault. I don't have a homemade brownie. Well. Okay, well, I... Say I, a bit I louder, suggest... Hush. I'm sure that will solve the problem. Just shout louder that you want a brownie, and I'm sure one will just appear. Brownie! <laughs> Not working, Jinx. Hey, look, I'll try and give it to you through the through like. The... You got to pass it down and to the right on my screen, and then it will go to cross it. That's pass how it, it works. Down and, down and right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, your left. Down and left. Oh. Uh... There we go. Yep. Yeah, down there. That <laughs> should go to cross it. There we go. I've got a. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Christ. Um, when this is all over, we're going to visit Foxy and Emma, and we're just going to sit there staring at Emma until fresh baked goods appear. <laughs> sure, love that. So, um, Lawrence, yeah, I... um, your secretary and Catherine's secretary takes himself off to the study and comes back after about 10 minutes with a folder full of paper. And he's like, uh, Victor's passport. Victor? Hello. Thank Take you. Thing. Ah. Um, you know, while, while on the subject of passports, if I'm dead, is mine still valid? Yes, because you're clearly not dead. You realize you are dead. You're playing um, very, very well that you're alive. Lawrence, I'm so glad we keep you around. You just, if it weren't for you, nothing would ever get done. Yes, this is why I give myself a handsome raise every year. It's well-deserved. Can you sign this, Miss, uh, Miss Harrow? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to try and look at whatever it is. It's just a piece of paper going, more money. I've never had a raise. 
There's just a blank slide at the bottom for your signature and your name, and the rest of it is blank, and he'll fill it in later. <laughs> uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, <laughs> I am all for the, the little bit of extra money every year, but I am not signing a blank piece of paper. One day that'll work, Miss Howard, and I'll buy myself that yacht. You can come on. Do we have a yacht? Do we? No, we don't. Can have I have a yacht. yacht? We don't have a yacht. If I ever get a yacht, you you are more than welcome on a yacht whenever we, whenever you like. Uh, various pieces of papers are shuffled around. Lawrence hands you a folder, Elwood. This probably won't be much use, but it appears to be all of Doctor Barrow's export licenses to move uh, archaeological um, artifacts from Alaska back to Canada. Okay, thank you. Probably won't be any use, but you never know. <laughs> They're kind of already gone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's about the fucking cultist stealing her Tyrannosaurus Rex thigh bone. Yeah, that's true. That would have been pretty good. At least that didn't try and kill us. Yet. <laughs> Rejuvenated T Rex. It's fucking when the Jurassic Park. The Windwalker turned up with their skeletal T Rex to hunt you across the oh. way. You can all blame Bungle. Um, yeah. Question. Can we just retire to the Sahara Desert? <laughs> um. Does uh, Irene have a passport? As far as I'm aware, she's never left the US. You had to have one to come to Alaska. Oh, no, but wait, you're um, from Seattle, not Canada. Mm. So, all your luck. Uh-oh. Uh, hard. Uh-oh. We can't go anywhere. Or we have to smuggle someone across the border. I've got a passport, baby. <laughs> you have a passport, Yes. Oh Who's? <laughs> it might be useful. So you have one for you and your brother. Um, Ooh. Ooh. You got them before you left home in Seattle. Well, he's not going to need it. <laughs> was that you in character, or is that just like? <laughs> oh dear. In character, I'm not standing there going like, "Hey, I got passports, guys." <laughs> it's just in my eye. Like, I, am, I am aware Look, that I have a passport, passport. <laughs> and that I have it with me. Uh, Mr. Harvey says, "Lawrence, have you never had a passport before?" Mm-hmm. Never needed it before, as far as I'm aware. Well, do keep it on you. It acts as both a identification document and for permission to travel international borders. Okay. Which we're now going to do. We're going to go to Seattle. And then we're going to cross the length. Victor, have you ever been to London? No. Why would oh. I go there? Yeah, I, I don't see it as your kind of place. It's not really How my kind of place. How big is London? 60 square miles? What's the biggest town you've been to? And how much of that is wilderness? <laughs> None. <laughs> I mean, there's I a park. I don't think I'm going to like London. He might like, like Richmond Park. Richmond Park is mostly just wilderness. That's true. Um, like I'm not sure we can just we could just set him up in a tent in in Richmond Park. Is it bigger than Toronto? Yeah. Toronto would fit in a London borough. How big is a borough? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
About the size of... How many followers are in London? About 40. I'm not going to like this. I mean, it'll be very popular in Soho. I can recommend some nice clubs down Old Compton Street where you'd go down a storm. (laughs) No. (laughs) The Bear Pit. No, please cease. <laughs> so, what's the idea for today? Then, are we leaving today? If, are we resting today? If we're ready, we might as well get going. The sooner we get back to civilization, the sooner we can all maybe put this harrowing ordeal behind us and catch up with the crazy people that we kind of want to stop doing bad things. Can you stop referring to them as crazy people? They kidnapped my wife. I think they're pretty crazy. I mean... Well, okay. How about you cease the association with my brother, perhaps? Your brother is clearly a poor victim who has been lured away by these evil men who needs to be rescued. Thank By the sensibly challenged thing. <laughs> Sam is going to keep her mouth shut and just let Cat do the diplomacy bit because this is how it works. Yeah, she's real. Cat's real good at diplomacy. What? <gasps> <laughs> I mean, better than Sam normally. He's out of the door, so he's not in the room for this. Well, stealth, Victor. <laughs> I'm just gonna gonna look around. Victor makes a face as if to say nobody noticed. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't you just go and start packing up our equipment so we can we can get gone quickly? Right, good plan. I am I'm going to um, do exactly that. Um, so we meet back here as soon as we've packed up, head to the plane and leave. Um, sounds like a plan. Everyone, oh, I'm echoing now for some reason through Yinx's microphone. Oh, very strange. I think we all are. Um, yeah, everyone's very echoing. Maybe it's Craig. He's going. Craig, Craig's speak. highlighting whenever people speak. What did you do, Craig? Nothing oh, as far as I'm aware. It stopped now. Look, who knows? It might be your mic auto adjusting sensitivity, and because you're not saying anything. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, you all pack, you gather your belongings, you gather the expedition equipment, you help load it onto Catherine's plane. Is anyone doing anything specific in like the hour and a half or so it takes you to pack? I hope the pilot has to do a load of arbitrary frigging rolls just to make sure that all the things are balanced on the plane and that they've got a route and that they've got the weather's correct. And Why are you telling him this? Because I had to suffer through that as a pilot character for most of the game that they survived and then they exploded. <laughs> oh, sorry, they changed sex and then exploded. <laughs> Don't forget that part, it's important. Look, I NPC order 23 on make plane do shit, so I'm cool. 
I'm going to. So Sam is going to restock on her random assortment of weaponry and knives and survival stuff because she's been kind of wandering around with like not very much stuff since she got rescued from the the um, aerodrome. So she's going to go to the supply shed and stock up. You stock up on all the things you need. Well done. Uh, Albert, are you doing anything specific whilst packing to get ready to go? Um, Question, because I can't remember. Did I give Sam her diary back yet? You have not, no. Didn't we burn it? Did we burn it? I thought we burned it. I thought we threw it onto the fire because it was full of bad doo-doo. Yeah, you threw it onto the fire. The, the bad men were trying to take it off you, so you throw it into the burning plane. Okay. Just checking because it's still in my stuff, I think, so I probably need to get rid of that. I think it's still in your stuff because didn't me and you both read it right through, mate. You yeah. pretty much, yeah. Journal because you still know the spells from it and the okay. information, obviously, but you don't have the physical diary anymore. Okay, then no, not really. I will just prepare, make sure that I've got all of the notes from Dr. Barrow's possessions that I might need from the expeditions. Um, yeah, that'd be about it. Yep, you have doc- the journal of Dr. Alfred Barrow as well, which will be the most important thing to read. I do. Is it you? Oh, yeah, it's down at the bottom there, under tablet research. Yeah, you haven't started reading it yet, but you've got it. You had a brief yeah. flick through, and it looks like it will be quite useful. It turns out Dr. Bauer has been hunting this sort of stuff all his life. Awesome. Cheeky sod. <laughs> How dare he be hiding this from us the whole time. Yeah, Victor, are you doing anything else to get ready, or are you just going to prepare stuff? Oh, uh, well... I am the heavy of the group, so I would probably be doing a lot of heavy lifting, actually helping load the plane. Roll me your dog sled. Dog sled. Your polar survival. I did. It wasn't a crit. And you may roll me your aircraft maintenance. Oh. oh, it's which, a thing. Which appears to be broken. Yeah, I'll fix it. Give me a sec. Hey. I started doing these under art craft skills because they actually work there, don't they, generally? Uh, they generally work under anyone. It's just whenever Roll20 updates their bloody system, it breaks all of them. All right, okay. I'll just re-add it here then. When did I get anatomy? <laughs> That's a good Did question. you accidentally fall into a dead body and you're like, oh, it's a spleen? I don't know. I think you learned it off Inuit. Ah, uh, possibly. Thank and you. no. Uh, you are loading stuff into the plane. Irene, are you doing anything as they prepare to leave? Um, I think I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to see if Carissa's all right, see, kind of look after her mental well-being and stuff, kind of try and talk her out of drinking Mm. lots more, uh, 
Uh, well, your psychology and then your psychoanalysis on Kuisa. Oh my god, why? Oh, um, you have a long chat with Kuisa. She is distraught, <laughs> upset. She came up here to do a single thing, to be an archaeologist. And she was quite successful at that. But now her career is probably over because her first archaeological dig has ended up with her boss insane, her archaeological discovery stolen by evil people who kidnapped your brother, and um, they're now abandoning the expedition in Alaska to go to London. So the poor girl has a lot of weight on her mind right now. But you were able to reassure her that things aren't that bad. I like the fact that I failed the psychology, so I have no idea what's wrong with her, but I managed to make her feel better. So essentially, I'm a doctor who brought her a cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> that can do a lot. Oh, no, I know, I know. You should never underestimate the power of a cup of tea and a biscuit. Um, I want to add that while Sam is out probably in a storeroom somewhere she's just going to kind of sit for a bit and kind of stare off into space and try and deal with her kind of the hangover of her couple of weeks spent with um what's his name and the annoying shaman dude who tortured her well your pal oh why do I do this? Why do I try and roleplay? Why don't I just stay quiet? Power these. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a success, but that's it. Why is your name Samantha the Dark Witch Harrow? You changed it to that after I died the first time. Jeez. And because she's a dark witch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really. Yeah, I mean, she is a dark witch. There's yeah. no escaping this fact. She consorts with the dark sources of the world. As you're sitting there staring along and trying to calm yourself down and re reflect, you feel a presence behind you and a hand on your shoulder and a familiar voice whispering words. It's Azurak's voice. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> And then, just at the end, you blink and you wake up and you're like, huh? Oh, you nodded off. You had a horrible dream about Azurak and your horrible times. And that's all you remember. Great. Wonderful. So it's just going to be... Um, she's going to... She's going to take out a new new diary she picked up an open log book from within the library and she's going to start writing as if she was writing diary entries from the point that she was taken from anchorage onwards and start filling out the gaps in her time oh good there won't be a gap in your uh, published memoirs very important and she's going to try and Try and recreate some of the stuff that was in the old diary, except 
She's purposely <laughs> not including anything that was about the ritual of how we sealed the Yig last time. Oh, but write down the instructions perfectly in, no, in step by step. She knows exactly what Ashwak wanted, and she is not writing that down in a written yeah, that, that was why you burnt Sam's book, Nathan. It had the uh, ritual description in it for how you sealed away the Yig, and, and the cultists need to do it backwards to let the Yig out. Yeah, Sam had learnt through being interrogated that they wanted to do the 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 ceremony we did in reverse to release the Yig from its prison. So. And that was written down in her diary, which is why she told you to burn it. So do Victor and I have that? No, it's but Well, I suppose... Uh, as in the spell, not, not the book. We have it in our head. We all know it because we did it. Yeah. You just yeah, don't want it written down. Yeah, fine. You don't want it written down. because yeah. That's why they wanted to... Uh, that's why they were very happy to get hold of Victor, because they were like, ah, someone else we can torture to tell us the spell, because Sam keeps resisting. I like to think there's a very strong chance Victor would have died before telling them anything. I mean, Sam tried. Didn't work yeah. very well. <laughs> Sam did die before she told them anything. She died and then didn't tell them anything. Very good, very good. You climb aboard the plane. Uh, the plane takes off. It is a three-hour journey to Anchorage. What are people doing with three hours flying through the air to Anchorage? Uh, I'm going to study my psychological profiles. Look at that. I'm letting you travel by red line. Yay. Wow. Um, who are you and what have you done by, with Ash? Well, if I tie my hair yeah, up... It's only a three-hour journey. I was going to say, we're about to go to, to, to England, so he's got plenty of time to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, Sam right, is so, going to... So, um, let's do Irene first. Irene, roll psychology. With a bonus die. Don't need it. Please tick psychology as you continue to work on your psychological profiles of this very broken group of friends. They definitely need your help. Sam especially needs your help. Does do, does my psychological profile, does that increase? It's 20% currently. You can take that up to 23%. Ooh. Every 20% is a bonus diamond doing psychoanalysis on one of the party. I will make a note of that mm -hmm. so that we remember that. Yes, please write that down. Victor, what are you doing with a three-hour journey to Anchorage? Uh, I am going to... Meditate. <laughs> good, good choice. Well, meditation, the queen. Meditate. Hard success. Oh, you meditate. Hang on, I just need to check something on your meditation chart. You meditate. You are in the air. You find yourself on a white plain of ice and snow, and the little Arctic hare, Fjord, that is your spirit animal, is sitting in front of you, looking up at you. Hello, my friend. Good. I was worried that maybe you may have been in danger after our last talk, but 
Seems you have outfoxed that Azuak after all. He has set many Tupalak to hunt for those who stand in opposing him, but they have not yet tracked me down or I would not be here. Well, we're about to head further away from the lands of ice, so fingers crossed that will make things harder for him. Make sure to carry with you totems of the land of ice so that we may still speak. I think I may already have some such in my friend pouch thing, but I'll make a point of getting some other things. If you are travelling far south to the lands of heat and warmth, you will need stronger totems for us to still be connected. I think it's going to get quite warm, yes. Um, I do have one question you may be able to help me with. I um, found while reading a spell which sounded like it could be of great benefit to uh, our group in fighting against the forces of Azurak, potentially, called Enchant Knife, but the, the descriptions, and it sounded like it could potentially be dark and offensive to the spirits, so... I was, I'm hesitant to try and utilize it. That spell is a great boon and protection. It may seem dark, but it will allow you to harm the creatures that are arrayed against you with weapons that would normally turn away from their skin as if they were made of iron. Okay. So, so I wouldn't be causing any offense in theory to the ancestors and no, this is a great spell that is a boon to those who can wield the enchanted weaponry. Okay, I just needed to check because I'm pretty sure it's from the same source that ended up branding my friend as the Dark Witch. There are many types of magic in this world. Some are dark and forbidden, and she tried to summon the voice of the stars, he who sings the song of souls to earth, to hunt and feast. Yeah, I was going to say, which, which description were you reading, Craig? Because the knife description doesn't read anything like that. I mean, casting something like "Speak with the Dark One," you go, "All right, <laughs> I, I want to have some connotations." I'm being careful. <laughs> I need to really sacrifice. Of, of the spells I didn't know I had how at my disposal, clock, you know, of the spells I had at my disposal that were trying to help me find Alexander, I did not cast on purpose. To speak with the Dark One, because even Stan was like, "Hmm, I don't reckon this is a good idea." <laughs> Sometimes call the, spell... the Spirit of the Air. That sounds. That sounds fine. That's the problem with Call of Cthulhu spells. They're all given lovely names. Flinty cast one called. Talk to the Sultan, have tea and crumpets. Which turned out to be the dark ritual to summon Azathoth to eat the planet. Yeah, well, I've learnt my lesson, okay. <laughs> Don't trust my spell names. Do more research. <laughs> what you mean is, you've learned your lesson until the next time we're in a slightly pressing situation and it seems like the right thing to do. I mean, you did see what Naveen did right at the end, yes. right? Yes, we did. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> anyway, thank you very much for your counsel, my friend. Until next, we speak. The totems you must seek before you return to the dark, to the warm lands, are the sap of the Arctic pine, the feather 
of an arctic bird and the fur of an arctic animal so that you can have the cold with you when you venture into the warm lands. Mm -hmm. That all makes sense. You had your hand up, Fox. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask what Victor looks like when he's meditating. I'm assuming he's, lying he's just having this conversation with the wall. No, he's literally just lying in his, his plain chair with his eyes closed. Like, Oh, fair no enough. Way. That's cool. There's no um, there's no floating in midair going on going on. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to ask, just in case. Wait until I, mean, I get meditating in the nineties, then maybe I'll be floating. <laughs> then it'll just phase out of reality and be like, I meditate. <laughs> I don't know. It's called a Cthulhu. I don't know what the fuck happens. For all I know, a giant wolf comes out of his chest and starts talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Let me write that one down. No. <laughs> Elwood, what are you doing on this beautiful plane journey to Anchorage? In three hours, probably not too much. Um, I would be reading through the notes from the expeditions, checking out any photos that have been taken and not inspected yet. That's about it. Okay. Do you take some photos? Oh, sorry, what? I missed what you said as well at the end there. Oh. I'm uh, just reading through any of the notes that I've got of Dr. Barrow's possessions, making sure I've not missed anything, uh, roll, checking out any photos that we might have that have not yet been inspected. Roll me your accounting uh, with a bonus dice, because you've got all the notes in front of you. Can I have multiple bonus dice for accounting? You can also have another one because you've got the accountant here with you. Actually, <laughs> why don't we let the accountant look at I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> have, He'll have a bonus. I mean, I mean the, last time, the last time that uh, Elwood did some accounting checks with Victor, we came out of very large numbers that didn't exist. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lawrence sits with you, and he does take you through all of this so you can understand, because you need to understand. He's like, you know, this is purchase orders. This is how you order equipment. This is how you need to record your travel expenses. You may tick... Your accounting. Thank you. And you may then, may then roll photography. Uh, you look at some of the... There's a whole roll of film you've discovered in Dr. Burrow's effects, which appear to be photographs of um, all of you. Okay. Everyone the way you said that makes me think it's, uh, you know... <laughs> blackmail material for later or something well, photos what? of <clears throat> all of you there's all these still <laughs> in the sauna that one time huh? <laughs> <laughs> no there, there are photographs of everyone who was on the expedition except for Irene obviously um, and there are also uh, undeveloped photographs of you lot in Toronto at the university okay which is a little odd but then you do know Dr. Bauer specifically picked you all personally to be on his expedition, so... Oh, they're photos from before we got together for the expedition? Yeah. Right. Like, in and around Toronto. Okay. That is a bit weird. Um, Sam, what are you doing on the trip to Anchorage? Um... I'm probably going to be. I'll probably. Sam probably start off staring out the window, sat next to Cat, 
She's trying to get her like um, confidence together to try and start talking through things, um, but she's struggling. She's kind of torn between needing to talk about that, but struggling to get past what's happened to her in the last couple of weeks. A lot of staring at clouds. Okay, roll me your sanity. Oh. My sanity's not good. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now roll me your... Sam jumps out the plane. <laughs> At least it wasn't a critical fail and you just exploded. <laughs> yeah. Sam is actually a man. Ooh. <laughs> 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 what? Why did you throw a jump? You said you jumped out the plane. Why are you? <laughs> you jumped out the plane straight That's into not Wow, I can't believe you rolled a, a hundred on a jump roll. That means I failed to jump out of the plane. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you just jumped into jump the propeller. Your arm and is like, no. No, roll me your constitution is what I actually wanted you to do for me next. I just couldn't remember what it was called. Uh-huh. Okay. You constitute. You sit, you centre yourself, you start to feel better. It's you're out of the bad place. You're flying south. You've got the majestic wonder of uh, Alaska's countryside. The Arctic Circle is getting further away behind you. You are starting to feel better. More like your old self. Oh, so, Kat, you said uh, you said you moved my, my mother and sister in? Um, actually, they're living in the gatehouse. Oh, that could be worse. How did they, um, how did they take the news? Um, they were very jovial. Yeah, that, how did they take the news when they, they found out that they weren't getting anything? Then, then there was lots of shouting, and I graciously let them move into the gatehouse if they promised not to uh, try and. Gatehouse. Oh, sorry, I heard gatehouse, and I didn't think. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> very, no, very progressive. Gatehouse is the gatehouse. It's where the lesbians are living. The gatehouse. That's why part of why I was confused. The main house is the gay house. The gatehouse is the gatehouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um... They agreed not to contest the will if I let them move into the gatehouse. At least now they have a home. I mean, you, you, you probably gave them more than I would have, so... I mean... Although... Although, they're going to have... A wonderful time when they discover that I'm not actually dead. Indeed. And technically you still own the gay house. <laughs> oh, I should laugh. But sometimes the little things... Look, Sam, we've got to have to reconcile with your family somehow. They're living in the gay house. So that's a step in the right direction. 
I mean, if it helps, it does have that view of the front breakfast room with the big gable windows where me and you can smooch every morning so they have to watch it. That's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, but they did, they did, they were happy when they learned I, I died. I mean, that, that says a lot for how far a relationship has to go. I mean, yes, it's, it's a hill we have to climb, Sam, but we have to be the bigger people here. Well, I, I will try. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's okay, dear. Guess I'm going to have to sign all this money back over to you at some point. I, I, I'd like that. I mean, not that you don't get access to it anyway, but you know, well, isn't it safer in my hands? Current, the the last few weeks suggest that might be the case. Yes, I'll give you that. Well, we but, can talk about this when we get home, and there are lawyers and hearings, and you know all of that business. Well, at least I'm well known enough, even if for the wrong reasons, that people know who what I look like. So when I turn up and go, I'm not dead. That that should help. Well, you turn up with me as well. It will help. Yeah, that's true. And, and Lawrence, it's always good to have a good accountant. Lawrence looks up where he's explaining. Uh, growth decimal income deprecation of taxes against income of discovered artifacts to Elwood. Elwood is looking a little bit glazed. <laughs> okay, so, you were right. Um, yeah. You have a pretty uneventful plane journey. If Aqua doesn't steal the plane mid-flight, which is great. definitely an improvement on the last plane journey some of you took. Last improvement. And you land in Anchorage. Uh, you then travel from the airfield to the hotel in the Anchorage city square. Um, the pilot needs to refuel, have a rest, and then we'll set off tomorrow for Seattle. Um, as you arrive in Anchorage town square, the town hall is missing its clock tower. There was just burnt remnants of uh, you know wood and stone where the whole thing apparently exploded about a week ago. <gasps> Elwood. Hello. I, do you remember, the, you know the guy who killed me, or killed me? Yes. Didn't he have a load of weird instruments up there? Did he? Um, yes. Yeah, remember, remember he said he, oh, that was the hotel, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. I, I want to say something, but I can't. <laughs> the, clock, the clock tower is where I went for a little jaunt. Well, you, yeah, well, we had to try and get you down. Hang on a minute. Aren't you... Did you, did you skip parole when we left here last? <laughs> no, I don't, don't think so, no. No, no. I had sorted that all out. Let's go. I think okay, some, 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 yeah. um, Irene raises an eyebrow looking at Elwood, very confused and concerned. So I was just going to say, he's the sensible one. Yeah. That does have... not instill me with confidence. Why were you... Should I ask? Should I, I be confident? Had, had a penchant for heights for a while. Yeah, he, he had a, a fascination with high places, but we, we managed oh, to see, solve that's, that. Oh, I see, that's very interesting. Yes, sorry. Go yeah. on, please. I've enjoyed um, the plane journeys very much. It's about as high we... as I've managed to get. I see, yes. Were we staying in the same hotel as last time? Yeah. 
I was actually thinking I may not stay in a hotel this time. Okay. Are we going to go camping? Wait, so where, where did you, yes, did you have, have a, have a did night you... out in the wild before we okay. leave? Um, well, well, Kat, I, I found the, the hotel we stayed in when we were last here was very nice. I suggest perhaps we at least get a room there for the evening and enjoy our slow easing back into civilization, even if Victor would like to enjoy his his taste of the wild for as long as he can. Lawrence looks up, well, um, I'll pop in and book us rooms then. Shall I, Miss Harrow? Um, that would be lovely if you could, Lawrence. Thank you. Um, I, he, he disappears into the hotel. I, I do have something I'd like to do before we, we head to the hotel, if that's quite all right with you all. I seem to recall there was a newspaper outlet here. Yes. The name evades me, but there was. Hang on. I gonna... went there. That anchor is uh, Harold. Harold, there we go. I'd, um... There's a few things I'd like to set on the record, um, set straight on the record, if you don't mind. By all means, yeah. Yeah, so Sam is going to turn to Cat and go, Cat, um, darling, if you wouldn't mind, you're welcome to come with me if you wish, but I'm just going to run a quick errand at the the local newspaper. It's the Anchorage Times, and the editor is Horace Ross. Okay, Horace, uh, Sam, was it? Horace Ross. Yeah. Um, Sam and um, Lawrence is in the hotel. Irene, are you going to the newspaper with Sam? Um, probably not. I'm not really sure what Irene's going to do. Probably book into the hotel and read. Okay, you head into the hotel and read. Oh, add uh, 2% to your psychological profiles, by the way. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to read. Oh, I, I meant about learning about Elwood's proclivity for heights. Oh, yeah, I made a note of that. That's a, That definitely gets you a bit more... Uh... <laughs> I have learned a secret. I also learned about um, uh, Victor really not liking cities and loving nature and the outside and stuff so much that in the middle of a city, rather than go to a hotel, he's decided to go and sleep in the woods. <laughs> I mean, this, this hotel looks quite nice for Anchorage. There's marble floors, there's a chandelier, there are people in uniforms, there's a bar. I feel like this is in, a place... In fairness to Victor, it. though, he's doing that because he knows he's about to be in a position where he won't be able to do that for a long yeah. time. Sam can understand that. Sam is not... She can move in these kinds of places, but also does prefer not to be in them for too long. What are you reading, Irene? Um, the you know thingy. what I'm reading. Well, you should do. <laughs> you printed it. <laughs> you printed it. <laughs> you printed it. Oh, you're reading that. <laughs> sure, why not? It, it says I need a whole day. Uh, you do indeed. Roll me your English first. Me fail English. Can I, can I read? Yes, I can read. Roll your English. Okay. You said we could read this. Please add uh, two Cthulhu Mythos. Okay. And roll a d4. 
And so the slippery slope of Irene becoming useless at actually helping us with anything psychological begins. <laughs> you may now read the rest of that handout. And I just need to add something to your character sheet. Death. <laughs> you have died. Yeah. Summon the gribbly one. Or, as it is in, in russet spell language, summon a wonderful flower. Oh, no, not these <laughs> bastards again. <laughs> You're the one who wanted to read this book. I didn't expect the first lines. Oh, no. <laughs> Where did you get this book? <laughs> so much like Foxy goes, oh, look, a GM trap. Where did you get this book from? Found it. She found it in some found it you know, in, in a miscellaneous pile of junk, and she just kept it. Oh wow! That Jesus Christ, Russell. Well, that seems I like love, a delight. I love, I love the fact it's you who stole this book and has now. Red dark things. Oh, it makes sense, and I hate that it makes sense. <laughs> you also have a spell. You don't know the spell yet. You have to learn it still, but you've now got it on your character sheet because you got access to it and can learn it. <laughs> Should you decide to ever try and prove that this is all bollocks and nonsense? Oh, no. I'm looking forward to this. I'm not. Okay, uh, Elwood. What are you doing? Sam's going to a newspaper office. Are you going with her or are you... Um, yeah, I could go to the newspaper office because I've been there before. What is going on with my camera? Um, I've been there before, so I can tag along. I've Victor, met Mr. Ross. Are you grabbing a bag of stuff and heading straight out of town? Yeah. Okay, right. I'll do the newspaper first. Uh, you arrive at the Anchorage Times. Uh, Mr. Ross, his secretary, lets you straight through to his office. Dr. Hamilton... Um, he looks up and he smiles. Ah, Mr. Dr. Hamilton. And wait, Miss Harrow, you're alive? I am indeed. Yes. How? They had your body. Yes. All Did sorts they? of strange. It, it, it was a grand hoax, I'm afraid. Nothing. nothing um, well, nothing... I'm relieved to hear you're well. Well, it's actually on that subject that I asked um, Elwood to, or Dr. Hamilton to actually bring me here, you see. Um since the the um the realities of my continued existence have become clear to myself and my colleagues i i came across your some of your more recent articles on my the subject of my own health and continued existence and i i've actually come rather to set the record straight on a few things um call it a, a more direct request for editorial retractions and corrections if you will of course i'll he opens his notebook i'll make retractions and any editorials as long as i can have the interview of famed arctic explorer miss harrow not dead after all we well, need about it tell you what i'm only here for an evening before we fly um to seattle i'll give you that interview on, on one one condition mm-hmm. um you have to agree to the condition first before I tell you it. 
And now I promise you that this condition or this request that I make will have no financial or, well, no financial and no repercussions upon you or your newspaper in a negative light. I simply have to request something in advance. And I won't have to lie. You will not have to lie. Then you have my agreement, Miss Howard. Very well. I would like you to write an editorial piece um, correcting the assertions made about my colleague and friend, the pilot Alexander. Oh, I was going to say that as well. I'm glad we're here on the same on the same mission. <laughs> I know a lot more about Alex's life than I did when last we were here. And I also know, know more, far more about his own actual tragic end, which unfortunately is no hoax. And I feel that it would be only right that the record be set straight. I'll um, happily set the record straight, but I will not budge on the fact that they are really Francesca Davenport. I have oh, that no, that's perfectly fine. Truven from the RAF directly. No, they're welcome to have that, and that is a true thing. But I will tell you more of that and truth. I want the real story of both how you are still alive, how Dr. Hamilton has clearly rescued you from not nefarious deeds, and clearly the lies we put, the misinformation that was printed about Miss Davenport was all part of a grand ruse to help rescue you. <laughs> I can give you some of that. Yeah. Uh, both of you, roll me your highest charm, fast talk, or persuade. Whichever is higher. Charm, Oh, Jesus. If you don't have any of those skills above base, <laughs> you only appearance. Hang on, I need to find where persuade would be. This is extraordinary. Oh. <laughs> God damn, oh, I wish I was there now. God damn it all to hell. I have... Can, do I see him starting to be unsure? Roll your psychology. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it, why am I not there? Why am I studying a scary book? <laughs> what did you even roll? <laughs> I do have psychology. I could roll. Yeah. <laughs> Elwood, you see he is starting to be unsure as the story comes out. Roll me your persuade again. Or whichever one it was you rolled. Hang on, I'm not sure. Sam, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Sam does not look good. Hang on, what is my appearance actually like? Oh, no, my appearance isn't bad. You made both... Mm, Sam doesn't... Mm, no, no, she wouldn't. You you don't know anything's wrong. You're telling him the story, he's throwing it down. Elwood, he still looks very unconvinced. He did never promise to print this, after all. He might just pop this in a drawer and be like, I'll write something else. Um, how much have we told him this far? You're about halfway through the story. You've got to the bit where you found Sam. Uh, uh. Um, I, I, I stop um, at this point and I say, um, Mr. Mr. Ross, I, I, I get the impression you're not taking this too seriously right now. And I assure you, this is really quite a serious matter. I am listening, Dr. Hamilton, but you must admit it's a peculiar story. It, it is peculiar, however true. So 
if if you'd like to take what you've been offered seriously, then you know, by all means, let's continue. Otherwise, we're wasting everyone's time here. You may roll both roll me your persuade or charm skill again. Can I try different tack, which is far more in keeping with Sam? You could try a different tack. Ta- Sam has tried diplomacy. It's not her thing, but she thought it was worth trying. <laughs> Sam is now angry that the the good thing she is trying to do for a person who deserves that good thing is failing because of one idiotic old man in a little newspaper in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. So Sam is going to intimidate the shit out of him right now to print the damn article, or she'll use what leverage she has both here in the United States and the United Kingdom and everywhere else to trash his editorial line forever. Well, you're intimidate if you have it. I definitely do. <laughs> oh, there we go. Christ. Uh, that works. You tried diplomacy. You then stand over him, tell him what words to write, stand over him as he hands them off to the printmaster, and then you <laughs> take him out to the pub so he can't interrupt his printmaster or the people who are going to send advanced copies of the story by telegram to other locations. Wonderful. Now, I've made sure that the story is believable, but contains all the most important facts about Francesca actually being, one, a war hero, two, mistreated and pushed out of the force despite that activity, and three, having absolutely nothing to do with any harm caused to me or the the group during our activities. Do you drop Reinhold Blair's name into it as the villain of the piece? Oh, oh yes, yes, I do. Twice, in fact. <laughs> Several times. Good, because that will certainly fuck over the cult in certain places. Sam is vindictive bar through and through, so yes. Okay. And that done, she's going to pat him on the back and go, wonderful. Now, remember, we could have done it the happy and easy way, but we had to do it the hard way. Um, it's been a pleasure. He is Jeez. terrified of you. And then Sam is going to go back to the hotel. Um, Elwood, shall we go and get a drink? Yes, this this is a good plan. Hey, you head back to the hotel. Victor! Hello. Victor. Out into the wild. I'm just going to run to the loo. Roll me a polar survival whilst I use the bathroom. Yay! My that would been really... It would have been really awkward if Victor wandered off and wandered off into the woods by himself and then froze. <laughs> yeah, it's above zero now, so I, I probably wouldn't freeze. I feel that's like true. that's the way he'd want to go. We're about to go to like Egypt. That's not the way he wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of him being in Egypt, being asked to roll polar survival because he just doesn't know how to survive at all in the desert. It's like, oh. I guess I'll just put on more layers. That'll keep the sun no, off no. me. <laughs> it's the opposite. So if he fails polar survival, then he succeeds survival in the desert. Because <laughs> he forgets to put on his mitts, and this yeah, is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's definitely how this works. It's yeah. like a sliding scale points between polar and desert survival. What you really want is 50, right in the middle. Yeah. 
I don't know how we're going to survive in the desert. None of us are any good at it. <laughs> I've got dog sleds. Some sort of cross-classing for similar skills that makes them a bit cheaper, maybe, or something. I don't know. I, I like to think that someone who is skilled in polar survival might easily be able to apply some kind of logic, yes, or, or at least read a book on the way. We need to like hire like a Bedouin or something like that. Um, I was just about to desert. say, maybe we need to... One of the first things we need to do is try and find someone who is better at this than we are. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. the fun in that. So hire <laughs> to be our guide. I think it stands to logic. I think it's logical that that Victor would have studied survival before he got yeah. to polar survival. <laughs> you would yeah. think so. In seventh edition, there is no base survival skill. I read in the rule yeah. book. Wow! You have to choose a speciality. And Sam's background, Sam's backstory, would suggest that she does know how to survive elsewhere. But I couldn't pick. Well, like four different survival locations. So maybe we have maybe the gracious DM will offer us a bit of downtime for us to reskill some yeah. survival skills or something. Because there's, there's a long time between here and the desert. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise hope we're so. fucked. Because even I've got polar survival. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I've got forty six in it. Yeah, I've got forty five yeah. in polar survival. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Wow, it's getting to a point where you didn't even need me. <laughs> we did though, because we we did some polar survival. The, the very first polar survival check I did, I failed, and you didn't, so I was good. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. I am so glad that that newspaper scene paid off. I've been really angry if I had to leave the record as it was. I'm surprised. Yeah, I wasn't that... sure how I was going to approach it. So the, the fact that you approached it first, wonderful. <laughs> I'm surprised Elwood didn't just like hand over the letter and just be like these were the accounts. Um I suppose it yeah, was a much more personal account really. Yeah, it's, it? it's a very personal letter and El- El- Elwood is still is still rather confused by it to be honest. So he's Good not ready for the, the world to read it if he hasn't quite <laughs> processed it. Yeah. Sam was trying to turn over a new leaf and be like the diplomatic person and just you know ask every time things. she tries to turn over a new leaf though it doesn't work it goes fucking wrong <laughs> it's, it's like it's like she tried to help cat and she her head exploded she tried to help, tried to help um, alex alex came and, a dark witch and <laughs> sam exploded <laughs> yeah it seems like trying to do the right thing just gets you fucked in this game <laughs> no what it, what it says is that i just need to play to my character no no trying to like Change. No character just, development. Just, just stick with it. Angry explorer woman. Done. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a simple concept and then to run with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. It's basically Victor. Okay. <laughs> when I'm not okay. Oh no. Oh no. That's a much. That's a much sadder song. <laughs> I'm a lumberjack. I'm not okay. <laughs> you still said that sound like too jolly. It, yeah. It'd be much more solemn. I'm I'm sing it like Johnny Cash. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely like Johnny Cash. A lumberjack today. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the tone. That is the tone. 
I chopped down trees today <laughs> to see if I still feel. I still feel. <laughs> I have focused on the grain. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. You can have it all. My empire of logs. <laughs> wow. Empire of logs. We're rewriting we were, we were. Johnny Cash's Hurt, um, but about <laughs> a, a sad lumberjack. <laughs> it's Vix's theme song. Not bad of a minute. I'm a lumberjack and I'm not bad. We need to lumberjack pictures. No, no more sexy lumberjacks. Shut your please. fucking old GM. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, whatever do you have against the perfectly accurate representation of what Victor looks like? Sam and Cat oh, are already making. To drive up and murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Sam and Cat are already planning on taking Victor down to um, certain areas of Soho. Oh, God. <laughs> Why, sir? They've got some friends that Victor needs to meet. No comment. Hang on, I'm just looking something up in the rule book. Uh, Victor, that confused me. Why did Irene roll polar survival? I don't know. We were demonstrating she was rubbish at it. Yeah. Uh. But no, we were demonstrating that none of us have desert survival, but all of us have polar survival. There are bad times coming. We'll be alright at night in the desert when it's cold. <laughs> Although I'm hoping that, you know, the fact that there's going to be a giant evil bad demon thing, oh god. Um, Craig, you, set up, you head out of uh, Anchorage, you walk for about... Do you walk or do you drive a dog sled? I know snow is melted. Do you ride a horse? Uh, no, I, I hike. You hike. You hike, hike, hike uh, into the distance. You find a nice copse of trees. You set up camp. And you settle down to enjoy camping times. You're out in the woods. What are you doing now? I'm going to be trying to find my totems. Roll me your natural world. Natural world. How good is my natural world? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear, dear. Um, you cannot find any of the totems in this wood. There are no animals. There are no birds. There are not no, the right kind of tree is not here. Um, you're gonna because of all the recent snow, it's clearly upset all the local ecosystem. You're gonna have to break down camp and find another wood. Is that something I can realistically do on foot today, or am I really gonna just have to wait till we get to Toronto and then hike off for a bit again? You could do it today. It just means you might be further out of town than you would have liked. That's fine. Yeah, roll me your navigate to find another wood. Do not grip that navigate. <laughs> there we go. Yay. I have navigate. I can navigate. 
you find a wood. Roll natural world. Well, now that you're in the right kind of wood, you realise the, the wood near a town has probably been disturbed by the snow. People probably go walking in it all the time. It's It wasn't the best wood. You, you found one that's a cup about six miles away. It's the other side of a hill. Clearly people don't come out here very often. You set up camp. You uh, you sing your lumberjack song. Yeah, which one? Um, the Disney princess. Oh, yeah. Some of the animals to him, so we can gather the feather and the the fur he needs. So are you saying he's like if Gaston was a Disney princess? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> play that. Play I that. love it. With the fur, are we saying that I've effectively just found some bat an animal shed or have I hunted something? Well, you need to have dinner. Yeah, I need to have dinner. So I get to roll my f- rifle. You can roll your rifle in. Now watch me go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that you're just out in like... the. Oh, I suppose... Yeah. Sorry, for a second, for one second there, I thought we were in London... And I thought that you were just going out into the woods. <laughs> like He's just gone down like in the Great Park and gone, yeah, yeah I'm just going to shoot the deer. Yeah. The shoot park. a swan. <laughs> I don't think it's much better than that. I think we're like, you know, wherever we are, and we could just see him in the, in the little trees in, in the back of the mountain. You just see like a Benny Hill sketch running from one side to the other. Sam and Elwood Sam and Elwood at the hotel like, why is Victor in the duck pond. Yeah, we're, we're just sat on the patio at the back having a drink and watching Victor set up camp in one woods. <laughs> 20 minutes later, he comes out with all his gear and walks off to another wood over there. I'm at least out of sight of the town. <laughs> he is. He, he's about six miles away on the other oh, side. But, you know, Sam is a dark witch. She's opened a portal so her and Elwood can sit there and mock Victor. Anyway, uh, you... Um, do shoot an animal for dinner, but you use a rifle on it, and that's a pretty mangled mess. So it's not a pretty kill. So you've got the fur you need, but yeah, you're going to have to cook something else. <laughs> Would you use a blunderbuss? I always go hungry. I've bought some trail rations with me just in case. Picking the shot out. The feather you extract from a bird's nest. Mm-hmm. And the sap you extract from a tree, and you literally you use the fur of the animal to make a new medicine bag with the you crystallize you like you cook the sap to crystallize it, and then you put that and the feathers and your other medicine items in the bag, mm-hmm. and you make yourself a new medicine pouch essentially. Okay, a more powerful medicine pouch. Does that take the whole night? It does. Okay. There, there are rituals, and you have to do prayers and thanks to the spirits and summon them, and there are various of cool Inuit uh, holistic rituals to make the medicine bag and fortify it for when you're going south to the warm places. Mm-hmm. But do it, I have two hours spare in the morning if I get up early? If you roll a Constitution check. I rolled a constitution check. <laughs> you early enough to have two hours to yourself. Okay, so I'm doing that. You do that. Please mark that on your copybook now. 
Uh-huh. And make sure to mark it on your actual thing on the character sheet. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all of the bits. Uh, cool, cool. I love this. Everyone doing secret things. Uh, Sam and Albert, you have a nice, normal night in um, in the hotel. You you have dinner. You have drinks. You spend the time with Lawrence and Sam and Catherine and Elwood. You have a good time. Irene, do you join people for dinner? Um, no. You don't? Okay. Irene doesn't join you for dinner. Um, I like, ask for food to be sent up to the room. This is done. Clearly you are distraught. Oh. Or busy writing psychological profiles of your new friends. Absolutely. Before before Sam goes up to bed with Kat, um, she's going to go to the seamstress woman that she met the last time she was in this hotel. Okay, you do this. I'm going to kind of knock on the door to her little workshop office place. Roll your luck. At... Just roll your luck. Okay. No, I didn't. No. She's not in. She's gone home for the evening because it's like, you know, after dinner at this point. Sam's going to sigh and kind of and remember. And you are told that it's her day off tomorrow, so she won't be in again until the day after. Sam is going to sigh and wistfully remember how good that suit looked. <laughs> Aww. And then just shrug and kind of head up um, over to the stairway where um, Cat is waiting for her, and then go up to their room together. You have uh, a room together. Uh, you all sleep. Her chance to dream. Oh no. Everyone, roll. How? Uh... Except for Victor. Oh my. Oh, I didn't. No. It's not hard, Fine. unfortunately. I am hard. Elwood. <laughs> what you oh, got delivery was so good. Between you and God. <laughs> Which God is the question? Uh. Oh, thanks for that, Nate. You're welcome. <laughs> the delivery was just, that's what made it. What well, good delivery. Elwood. You are asleep. You are standing on a hill. And there is a figure standing next to you. She turns to look at you. She smiles. It's Cat. Dear old insane Catherine. She looks into you and goes, It's moving across the ice and snow. It walks in flesh no longer its own. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm assuming that I'm not interacting at this point if I'm just dreaming. Yeah, you can interact if you like. It's, oh. She's sitting there staring at you. She definitely appears to be wearing some sort of straitjacket and is staring through you with eyes that are perfectly black and there seem to be sheer stars shooting through her eyes. Oh, well, that seems legit. Um, 
I, I'm not going to interact, in fact, because I find that very creepy, weird, and scary, and I'm like, ah. Roll sanity. You wake up with a start, and are like, what the fuck was that? I have great envy of your sanity score. <laughs> it won't last. you got to remember that I've gone from one extreme to the other with sanity. I've been literally dribbling, and now I'm okay again, but it's taking a long time to get there. Than- you just rolled higher than the sanity I have. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're creeping towards that coin flip territory. No one likes coin flip territory. Oh. <laughs> All will be well. I'm just really sad that it wasn't Sam having the encounter with Cap, the woman she drove mad in her dream. The problem is, once you're at coin flip territory, one bad incident and you're gone. Yeah. I know. I know. Sanity. I was at about 51 sanity when the old Satoff incident happened. That was it. It was game over. Yeah. Have you seen what's happened the last time my characters have passed? It's all been sanity rolls. They just lost <laughs> it. <coughs> I'll, just, I'll just sit here and be quiet. Look, look, clearly some of you need to spend time on Irene's couch on the journey to London. <laughs> you, you literally have a character introduced to the party who can help with this. Sam isn't very good at asking for help, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> well, then she's going to go mad, then, isn't she? <laughs> Sometimes it's important to play your character. Other times it's important not to gimp your character intentionally. Yeah. It's a tough line to walk. Elwood, what are you doing after your weird dream? Do you just shrug it off as a weird dream and go back to bed? Um, I quickly grab uh, a piece of paper and a pen to note down what I've just seen because I wouldn't remember it in the morning and I want to have some sort of in-game reason for me to say to you, what did she say again? It walks abroad. I've written it down. I've written it down. I'm just saying that. Elwood is writing it down. I'm making a note to mention it in the morning when everyone is awake. The next morning it rolls around. Uh, You will settle down for... Yes, Sam? You you asked for a hard pal roll, and I only got a success. Yes, nothing happens. Oh. You have a peaceful night's sleep. That's nice. <laughs> Apparently succeeding power rolls now means that you... Just, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wake up next to Cat, and all is well. I feel a little bit better. She's floating above you, her eyelids rolled Oh, up. God. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on my way with no, <laughs> the next Hi, morning, you are certainly. Uh, I mean, do you join everyone for breakfast? Um, yeah, oh. but I'm. Oh, secret typings. Secret typing man. Secret <laughs> typing man. Yeah. What? <laughs> what does he type? Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm trying to gauge who it's gone to by the eyes on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) It was you. Oh, Oh no, he's doing it again. So the trick here, if you have to type and players are going to try and write it out, you just send everybody a little message. Just like a message saying, like, roll me, you're not going to die, save. 
Yeah. Trick question. There is no such role. You die! <laughs> it was my Deadlands guys when we were playing in person. I'd write out a whole... I'd write out a little note that I'd hand to each and every one of them and just someone would just, hi, look confused, please. <laughs> Except it didn't work when you handed your wife notes that literally said, you are against your team. Try to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Michelle doesn't do acting how you want her to act very well. <laughs> yeah, if you're in that situation again, I will be forced just to pull the GM control card. Yeah, yeah. with Michelle, you really do just have to take the character sheet off them and be like, I'm in charge of you now, Michelle. The only problem is, I knew in that scenario, if I did that... We were dead. So it would have been a team to Yeah. Probably. If she had actually done what I'd asked, then it would have probably been a tough fight, but I don't think you'd have taken her down. He doesn't fight to play it. Fight smart enough. So is Irene coming down for breakfast? Breakfast. Oh, breakfast. I thought you said for bratwurst specifically. <laughs> I mean, bratwurst. Maybe, is yeah. Good That's a good yeah. breakfast. Are you joining us for bratwurst, Irene? <laughs> Um, yeah, how many hours sleep did Irene get last night? Cause it was... You were up late, so probably about six, seven hours? Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes down and joins you for breakfast. Is it the 22nd now? Uh, 21st? Hang on, let me turn to my calendar page. Um... Oh, hang on, that's the wrong thing. I need this one. It was the 20th. You travelled here and slept. It's now the 21st. Oh, it is only the 21st. For for some reason, I've got into my head there'd been another sleep before we left. No. Uh, You all have breakfast. As you're sitting at breakfast, Victor walks in. He looks rugged and manly. He has, you know, that aura of a gentleman who's spent some time in the wild. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Victor. Victor. Coffee? Um, yes, please. Some A bacon butty wouldn't go amiss either. A bacon butty? <laughs> did, you, um, did you not have much luck catching anything last night? I mean, it's hard around here. There's so many people, it scares all the animals off. I managed to catch something, but it wasn't... Unfortunately, the size of the animal... To the size of the shot used didn't really leave it very fit for consumption. Ah, yeah, that's a, it's always a bit of a, bit of a downside of the the um, rifle-based food appropriation method. Yeah. I always prefer like traps and snares are a good, good thing to me. Have you? What skill would traps and snares come under, Ash? Uh, probably survival. Oh, there isn't a survival. survival. Yeah, it would be post survival, so hunting in the Arctic. Well, I could have just gone with that then, but I was trying to get a tick. <laughs> he was indeed trying to get a tick. <laughs> look, look, now you're going to complain that you haven't got loads of ticks this time. I'm... Okay, so Sam's yeah. going to pour Victor some coffee and um, hold out a plate of bacon and some buns so he can no, construct no, no, no. his own bacon bun monstrosity. Victor built a sort of seven-tiered bacon butty that's oozing in more butter than uh, bread by the time he's top of it. 
Probably going to have to take my calorie t- intake down when we go down south, or I'm going to get fat. <laughs> Victor's well, going to be like, you're going to be in London, and Victor's going to have his wood axe or Monchard being like, I'm off for some exercise. We're like, no, Victor, no, come back, no, come back. <laughs> <laughs> he wanders off into Hyde Park with a lumber axe. I like the fact that we're going to have to have like a city survival expert just to tame like Victor. <laughs> 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 have you done your city uh, survival role Victor's like no I failed it so you're like so he's in prison for chopping down a 300 year old oak in Hyde Park <laughs> and building uh, a shelter out of it <laughs> it's yeah, a very yeah. good shelter he's been alerted and is very grumpy <laughs> um, so I am um, Irene comes down whenever is appropriate yeah Irene joins you all at breakfast um, Samantha's like, well, the plane is all ready. I've got a message this morning. We're ready to start flying for Seattle. Well, whilst, whilst you're all here, um, I mean, maybe it's nothing, but given the content, it might be something. <laughs> I had a very strange dream last night. Um, as I say, ordinarily, I just would have just waved it off as being, you know, a bad a bad night. But um, it involved Cat, the, the other cat, the, you know, our oh. old friend Cat. Um sort of appeared in my dreams which is strange because i wouldn't have expected her to appear in my dreams but she did anyway um and and said something very strange around how it's now moving across the snow and its flesh is not its own or something to that effect and you know i sort of take a look at irene like out of side of side of uh, give her a side glance as i i suspect she's probably just uh Oh yeah, she's writing this down. Like immediately, like kind of half awake, like half a coffee in one hand, and it's like put it down, and has immediately started to write things down. It's kind of looking over at you. Psychology, please. Roll your dream interpretation, please. (laughs) Roll your dream, law. Roll your Freud. Uh, okay, yeah, add another percent to your psychological profiles. Um, what does everyone else do to Victor, uh, Elwood's peculiar statement? Elwood uh, stands up and is like, this sounds like expedition business, darling. I'm going to go and arrange for our luggage in a car to the airport. She wanders yeah. off with Lawrence. I think when next I speak to my spirit guide, I will have to ask it about that. It sounds most strange, Elwood. Well, I just, yeah, I get the, you know, it, obviously it seems to have, the impression I'm getting is that it's going to have changed form or whatever, and, you know, I don't know what we're going into, but, yeah, it seemed pertinent. It's not the sort of thing that I normally dream about. Sam has had, like, nightmares about what happened to Kat. Um, so she's going to start off very quiet and kind of sat back on her chair, the coffee cup kind of held to one side, mostly forgotten, and she's going to say, um, this might sound a little odd. Um, can you describe what she looked like in your dream? Uh, yeah, I described the whole... Did you say she like looked like she was in a straight jacket or something crazy? She did look like she was in a straight jacket and her eyes were black, remember? Yes, the stars coming out of the eyes, yeah. So I, I explain all this around the straight jacket, the dark eyes, the stars coming out of the eyes. That. Ash, is that similar 
in any description to what Sam saw when she came across Cat in the control room. Uh, that is like for like exactly how she looked with her eyes black full of stars as she was connected to some weird shiz. Sam, Sam was the only one who saw that, wasn't she? You were indeed the only one who saw that. Victor yeah. did not see that. Oh, look, I failed. I didn't pass. Look, I didn't fail that one. That <laughs> changed. Hey. Well done. You're able to steal yourself at that description because Elwood should not have ever seen her like that. I. Elwood, I. I... That, that can't have been a normal dream. That. Do you. Do you two remember. When Cat was in the con- in the radio room and made that weird machine, and you know that that time that she lost, where she did all that crazy shit, you you guys didn't you didn't go in and see her in that room, but I did. Her eyes were exactly exactly like that. Oh. You didn't see it. There's, there's no, there's. I, I never told you. I never described it. There is, there's no way that you should have dreamt something so exact. Pretty sure I was outside shooting the antenna at the time. All of that went down. Yeah, yeah. I was the only other person that was nearby at that point, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I... Elwood was trying to climb the antenna to rip out wires. <laughs> Okay, this I, is definitely strange then, because yeah, I definitely didn't see anything from Cat back then. If if that matches up, then I mean, I I arranged for her to go into a an asylum after after we got back. I I felt that what happened was my fault, so I I tried to learn more. I tried to <laughs> stop saying what we're all thinking, Ash. <laughs> I, I I tried to I tried to find out more about what had happened to her, what what she'd experienced, what drove her that way. Maybe find a way to undo it. I don't I don't know, but the books that you found, the things that were written in my notes, the the gut the journal that you burned, that was that was my attempt to learn more about it, about them, or whatever it was that she interacted with. But I, I get the impression that whatever connection she made, it didn't end that night. Not gone. I can only... The fact that she appeared like that to you, that can't have been a dream. And she knew too much. Like so, she knew then. Are you are you saying that Cat is actually still communicating with us, or that you think that they're using Cat's image to communicate with us in some way? I can't see. I mean, I think either of those could be true, but some something or someone, Cat or someone connected to her, is trying to tell us something. I, I can't see how you would have created from your own. Uh, Excuse me, Doctor, for bringing you in on this. I know I know so little about things outside of my purview, but correct me if I'm wrong. You, you, 
our dreams are based upon our experiences, are they not, to some extent, normally? I mean, dream analysis is not something that I've spent a great deal of time studying in depth. But yes, it's believed to be a period of time where our brain is comprehending. Um, well... So if I were to tell you that Elwood here dreamt about a colleague of ours and that dream included details that are not only accurate but only I knew and had never told him what conclusions do you reach from that? I mean there's a lot of conclusions that you could come to I feel that there are there are times where people may think uh, that they've experienced the same thing um, but our memories and our ability to remember and recall information is uh, it's susceptible to uh, coincidence or self-fulfilling prophecy um, I don't know this woman cat that you're mentioning uh, I feel like perhaps if I could spend some time with her myself it could open doors to whatever it is that you've both seen, but uh, truth be told, it sounds a little far-fetched. I, I I can guarantee you that I had not seen this, you know, this, this imagery of Cat before my dream. This was 100% new to me, and if it's matching exactly to Sam's memory of, of what she definitely did see, my that's something strange. My personal opinion is, and I mean no offense sam but your memory if you were the only person that saw this um i'm not saying that that isn't what you saw but you have died you have been through some quite extraordinary circumstances um could it be that you are just merely thinking that that's what you saw and you're trying to match or trying to draw a reason, because you've uh, Elwood here has had this epiphany, as it were, or, or a dream involving this person that you've tried to help previously. Your way of resolving the situation. I mean, I in my profession doubting oneself is a dangerous thing victor you you know this like you don't survive out there and she kind of gestures beyond the walls of the hotel if you second guess yourself but i i don't know i i find myself doubting myself more and more but mm. This, there's this too many coincidences, too many, and yes, there's strange occurrences. And I, I might be going completely mad. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Lawrence walks back over at this point. Um, oh, Lawrence. And Sam's going to try and like instantly recover normal straight face. 
The cars oh, are something. in the aerodrome. We're ready to leave if you are. Um, Love and send ahead. I, I, I want to give Lawrence a, a manly nod. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your manly nod. Oh, no. <laughs> lock it. Lock it. <laughs> That's been sweaty luck on that. <laughs> I, I kind of want to push it. <laughs> no. Your neck snaps. <laughs> if you like. <laughs> no, Jesus. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Lawrence, Victor, and Elwood, you all give um, Dr. Irene Lockhart a very baffled look. <laughs> the manly nod that means another beer instead of the. <laughs> Means good morning. <laughs> I would uh, say, Is she having a stroke? <laughs> I nod. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, we were here is an also nod in the correct manner. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like, Irene gives an expression where she, she, that kind of look where you've gone into something and you immediately feel out of your depth. <laughs> like, like when you, like when you say like the only word that you know of a language and then suddenly someone that you never knew knew that language responds to you very jovially in a whole stream of that language. And you're like, Oh no. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? Now I am the fool. <laughs> I, I walk over to Irene and look closely at her face Oh God, no! Are you concerned that I might change sex and explode? No, he's acting fast. Roll first aid, Queen. Oh yeah, I have Don't critical fail, please. Not critical. You think she might be not feeling well? She looks very flustered now that you're right up in her face. Do you, do you need some smelling salts? Maybe you need to lie down, Irene. Uh, I You're think... You're drinking a bit weirdly this morning, aren't you? Look, I'm just a little tired, okay? I haven't had my morning coffee, and the first you thing that I've... Coffees. I've not had enough morning coffees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should go back for an hour or so, just so you feel properly refreshed. Well, Can I do a first aid on myself to see if I'm okay? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the doctor's fine. That we just had a, a long night. How can that play? Very nice plane. Um, Lawrence, if you if you don't mind, um, just tell the, the cab to wait for a second. We'll just collect our things and be out. Have you cleared the account with the hotel? Everything's settled. You are a wonderful man, Lawrence. Thank you. That's why you pay me so much. It it definitely is. Once um, Lawrence leaves, I say to, to everyone, like, we're going to have time on the plane anyway, and I'm, I'm no artist, but... What what if we uh, Sam Sam and I both draw what we saw independently of each other for Irene to to examine? I, yeah, I'm out of character. I need to talk on this because I have somehow produced wonderful, amazing art in the past, and yet my my sheet has no art on it. So I don't know how I've achieved this. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was worrying about what I'd roll. You have a drawing skill. Do I? You should do. Is it gone? No. I think it's gone. I'm pretty sure I had one. You do? But maybe when they refreshed the sheet, it went away. Oh, hang on. 
I can't I'd... remember what skill it was at, so I'm going to give you 65. Okay, I'll draw things. All the things. Because, yeah, you definitely have a drawing skill. Cause I yeah, remember... because I, I drew the thing that drove Cat mad. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was reluctant to suggest we draw anything, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> An intelligence roll that you gave her for drawing, and she got like a one on it. Sam definitely had drawing skills. It was like a hobby, you know, sketching the landscapes when she goes travelling and stuff. It was part of her backstory. Yeah, it is. It's in there. But, oh, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I suggest this anyway. Yeah, we could we could do that. Uh, I mean, or... Yeah, if we if we both do it independently and then we see what we get. Yep. I just wait to see what I have to roll and it just comes out like a giraffe or something. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's a fucking Picasso. <laughs> oh, okay, um, you pack up, you grab a, gather your things, you take the taxi to the airport, you climb on the nice passenger plane that is going to fly you to Seattle. It is a 18-hour flight. Oh. Question. Yep. Did we ever find out what happened to the clock tower? You didn't know. <laughs> I was going to ask someone, but I, did th- I was trying to wrap my brains as to what we actually got told. I, I already. We, we could do this. Like, um, um, I want to pick up a, a copy of the newspaper in like the front of the hotel. That's what I was going to say. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, the, this morning's headline story is famed explorer Sam Harrow back from dead companion Francesca Davenport in cunning plan to rescue beloved companion. Turns out she's a war hero after all. Great success. Yakshimash. That's got to make Sam feel good. That does make Sam feel good. Well, sanity, Sam. Oh. It I always me feel, feel good. Me... I suddenly yeah. don't feel good. <laughs> Braids dribble out of ears. <laughs> that, that's just determining how much sanity I give her. She gets the lower dice. Oh. You get six back. Oh. There you go. Great success. Um, there isn't a newspaper about the clock tower today, however. Fair enough. Elwood, roll me your appearance. Oh, come on, man. Choose something else. Hi, man of the year. Yeah. Hey! Nice. You taxi driver about the clock tower, and it turns out several nights ago, the clock tower just exploded. Uh, they are unsure why. It was on, as best as you can work out, it was the same night that Ithacra was banished from the aerodrome by Naveen. Um, apparently, they think it's because of like, the unseasonal cold weather, as the snow was melting, the clock tower was heating back up and something broke and it just collapsed. Uh, but I don't think it's directly related to me going up there, right? You don't think it's related to you going up there, but you do know that it's exact to the second when Naveen banished Ithaqua from the aerodrome, the um, clock tower collapsed. I, I mentioned this to everyone on our journey to the plane. plane. Yeah. Throughout the taxi and you're walking towards it. Yeah, Sam is just gonna like. There, there's a lot of crazy things going on, and maybe we we can't investigate them all. Mm. I, yeah, I just yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning, but crazy, if crazy I see shit. 
Maybe we should check in on clock towers in the future, just in case. Yeah. Jesus. I suspect there'll have been some sort of item there acting mm. as some sort of focal point for his power down here. Well, not for nothing, but aren't we going to a city that has one of the most famous bell towers in the world? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great adventure. Oh, if you guys blow up Big Ben, I'm going to be impressed. That'll be oh. Ash's new story to tell everyone oh, when Jesus that group Christ. blew up Big Ben. Blow up the House of Parliament. Oh, Jesus. Oh, right, oh, yeah. plane, the plane takes off into the air, flying towards Seattle, and we'll stop there. Everyone have a think about what you would do with 18 hours on a plane. Like, it's going to fly for, like, nine hours, land and refuel, and then fly the rest of the way. Uh, I already know what I'm going to do. I would say, please, no one read books whilst on a plane, but it's going to happen, so... What are you going to do on a plane, right? <laughs> exactly. Summon the dark one. <laughs> Knowing some of you, probably. Yeah. Hey. Um... I can do less. Probably crazy just do this thought experiment that we were going to do with drawing and yeah, yeah. psychoanalyze everyone and give anyone time that wishes to have it to have some treatment. Sam deep down wishes to have it but is unwilling to say it. That's um, okay. Catherine delivers you into Irene's arms like, here is my wife. Psychoanalyze her. She needs treatment. Cool, yeah. <laughs> We can sort that out. Hang on a minute. She's sectioning me on. Yep. <laughs> She's on not sectioning you. She is suggesting you talk to the psychiatrist on this plane where you can't run away from her because you were kidnapped and legally declared dead for three weeks. So. Okay, she does know me very well. A bag of oranges in her other hand. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, she's got two big, burly, beefy men who are your friends who will also help her carry you into Irene's little uh, part of the passenger plane and be like, stay in here, Sam, and talk to the doctor. We'll just be standing out here holding the door shut. <laughs> the only so, area of privacy on the plane is the toilet. So you've just got <laughs> Sam and Irene stood in a toilet. So, <laughs> well enough to wait until I'm locked on a, on a vehicle thousands of feet up in the air to, is the only way that I would ever go into front of a psychoanalyst. This is why you've got that jump stat. It's all come down to this. <laughs> yeah. I've still got a parachute, though. You don't need it. Just roll well. <laughs> to, to be fair, it all makes sense anyway. We're going to do the, the drawing thing, which is going to make us tell the stories of Cat. We're all going to be together. It's going to be group therapy. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to be sitting there scribbling notes and being like, yes, yes, tell me about your parents. <laughs> I am uh, and I'm a dark witch. Hi, Sam. Yes, I'll have you all introduce yourself. And Victor will be like, I am Victor. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. What or is he? Victor. No, I'm Victor. I'm a lumberjack. Am I okay? <laughs> Stoic. Episode use their strength to hide right their there. issues. Sleep on planes. Likes nature and the wilds. Does not like cities. That's my notes on Victor. <laughs> very closed off individual. I wish to spend time with him. Discover all of his dark secrets. The end note being, mention blowing up Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
talks about his spirit guardian as if this is an actual person. <laughs> well, I hope everyone had fun. Yep, thank yep. you. Very good, thank you. Yes. Yes. We set the record straight about Alex. That's my favourite bit. Yeah. Yeah, you did set the record straight about Alex. She's the hero now. Gave her life in the true tradition of the service, saving you, a peer of the realm, from death. I'm a peer now. This is great. I thought you were a peer. I think I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm quite sure. They stole my signet ring and everything, didn't they? They did. Sam does not like angry Inuit man. (laughs) Azdorak? He's lovely. There's nothing wrong with Azdorak. To be fair, he wasn't an angry Inuit man. He was just a rather insane Inuit man who wants to hurt us. Uh, Remember, we can't use the word insane because we're not using the proper medical definition and Irene will get angry. Sensibly challenged. (laughs) I hold his tongue around Irene for peace. But he doesn't really care. I'm hard expecting you all to go on a side trip to Toronto on the way to London. Visit Cat's Asylum. It was in my head, trust me. Why are we I was going to suggest it. Oh, we're definitely well, doing that. Why? Well, uh, you put Cat in the best asylum going, didn't you? I yeah. did. So she's in Arthur Asylum, Massachusetts, New England. Oh, no. Oh, a trip no. to Arthur. Excellent. I can't go wrong. We uh, uh that's a good point. Surely Irene knows someone there. Or at least You probably do, yes. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. Oh we should definitely go. Trip there. to Arkham. Trip you to Arkham. Do- <laughs> I regret from so Toronto University to get us introduced to Dr. Armitage for any research materials we might need. I mean, no. you don't even need an introduction. Elwood just needs to walk exactly. into the library and stand there until he's recognised. Time for yeah. And you don't have to go into detail. You can take the train from uh, Seattle to New York, and it's only like a couple of hours up on the train. Oh, and then shit. we can get the boat as well. If there's anyone who's going to see in the bloody um, what was the National Geographic, wasn't it, that we were publishing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone's going to see a picture of a yeeg in a block of ice and go, I know cuts have fucking done, it's Dr. Armitage. Yeah. I think we have a plan. We're <laughs> fucked. That's our plan. <laughs> Love it. And the best psychiatric care in North America is Arkham Asylum. Yeah, to a, to a, to a known degree of care, yes. That is a very good asylum. How much electroshock therapy has Cat had at this point? Oh, at least uh, one session a week, at least. She's Um, making great progress with it. Is Irene going to, like, attempt to break Cat out because they're using barbaric practices that she she doesn't... Oh, this is going to get good. (laughs) (laughs) Arkham Asylum doesn't use um, electroshock therapy. It's 19... They fucking do. Not in 1930... What year was it that we did that one-off? 1921. Mm. <laughs> Arkham has far better means of, of inquiring of the Very mental Lobotomies? No, yeah. they just plugged them into ancient and unknowable minds and intellects and 
and see what comes out the other end. They just draw the runes on their forehead and they speak in the tongues of the gods. Very normal. Exactly. Mm. Oh Wonderful. god, cat is definitely in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yep. Yep. She a hundred percent is. Oh, that's shit. what Sam did. Sam and I even t- said this for us that Sam would put cat in the most expensive and advanced asylum in the country. I'm really excited to go to Arkham Asylum because I know I know nothing about it really in terms of Call of Cthulhu. But I just know it's a big deal. I think it makes sense to go there. I mean, no, I, me too. I, I mean, I literally said that I wanted, like, Irene wants to go and study Cat. Like, given that this yeah. person has just come up and been like, "Oh, this is a person of interest." Yeah, she can show you her poop drawings. Irene's seen plenty of poop drawings. She. <laughs> <laughs> she's been there and done that you know are we gonna are we gonna put um dr barrow in arkham as well probably yeah oh jesus we're just gonna collect the kind of dropping <laughs> and leaving I like, the I like the idea that it goes full circle and the reason that arkham asylum is so fucked up is because of all the people we've put in there <laughs> like yeah. before we put the crazy people who'd been touched by like cthulhu-esque stuff it was actually pretty okay <laughs> Uh, I'm going to look forward to like one of you guys having to spend the night in Arkham Asylum for some uh, psychotherapy. Uh, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And we're not allowing Craig to somehow convince us to hand him the Book of Power either. So you get all, all ideas out of your head. <laughs> that was so good. So good. Like Craig had gone completely insane. He was on my team, but he needed the book. And he'd been going through this whole thing where he couldn't speak English anymore. But he could now, but he wrote them a note saying, I need the book and I'll be able to speak English again. And they just gave it him. He played us like a fiddle and it was beautifully played. (laughs) Uh, That was a fun game, that one. Very fun. Craig spent most of the game speaking in clangor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. He he just completely and utterly lost the ability to speak anything but this elder tongue, and he Craig picked voluntarily of his own choice, clangor, <laughs> and he tried to convince everyone that he wasn't insane by jumping through a conservatory. No, I <laughs> no, no. this. I was pretty sure that they were already going to try and send me yeah. back to the asylum, so I was just trying to escape by jumping out the open window. My crit failed, determined that I jumped through the closed window, however. Yeah. That is extraordinary. Wasn't it your auntie was trying to commit you again? Yeah, exactly. And after he did that, the rest of the party were like, can we help? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's clearly gone insane. Oh, I'll watch that game for you guys at some point. It's a good game. It was a fun, fun game. Oh, yeah. my God. That was... Oh, talking of games and stuff like that, Um, I mean, this is only partially... Um, but you're here and so is Yinks our birthday party game on the 13th and the 14th is that still going ahead? it is still going ahead as far as I'm concerned do we want to check on people perhaps? I was going to poke people in a couple of days poke them with sticks pointy ones because there's been like a month of well over a month of people knowing so I'd hope that they yeah We'll and see. if they welch on me at the last minute, then I'm just going to run it with the two of you and adapt on the fly. On the fly. That what game's sick. that? They're off to the Caribbean, Kring. The Caribbean, eh? I'm going to be a pirate. 
I'm not a pirate. I'm a pirate. If I remember rightly, I'm a per- I'm a doctor in a wheelchair. Yeah. You are. <laughs> oh, I'm Doctor Xavier in wheelchair. Craig was that character when I ran this game for him. Any tips, Craig? I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> a pirate. Um, my tips would be don't. Reroll. Yeah, don't. Just, <laughs> just Reroll. Oh, it was fine. Nathan only got a little bit fish rapey. Oh, it was that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was a very fun game. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you think <laughs> only really ruins it. To be fair, you know, we did manage to get a. Most of the players sort of win scenario. That's the I best kind win. of scenario. It was still at what cost, but it's called That's how it works. Well, I'm glad everyone is having fun. I like Walker in the Waste, and you're you're going down the fun route. We're going to Arkham. I hope we're going to yeah. Arkham. Absolutely. We're going I mean, to we might be at this rate. What, what oh. was Carissa doing this whole time, Ash? Uh, sulking. Drunking. Quite a Carissa thing to do. I- Irene, How much of to look after her. And Irene was looking after her. She Carissa has mostly been a, a cooking, cooking stress food. And then stress. we all said we're going to Arkham. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I, I would say university, so you're probably okay. Um, what is it with this group, though? Every time someone like I miss a session and everything goes to shit, the the plane crashes, people die. Bungle misses a session; he's going to come back to us heading to Arkham. <laughs> yeah, nothing's gone wrong so far. <laughs> Had some weird dreams. That's about it. Yeah, Craig talked to his magic uh, imaginary friend in his head, who said like. Magical knife, totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Magic, magic knife. 